Hi dear friend, thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Fabiano, currently ministering at Meros Park Seventh-day Adventist Church, as well as Sinai Seventh-day Adventist Church Company there up in Davern Park in South Australia. Dear friend, I am delighted to be able to spend the next hour with you as we uh, 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 discuss under the theme, is, go, is the good book too violent? And the good book here is the Bible. But the topic for today is, thou shalt not kill, are there exceptions? And so friends, I'd like to encourage you to stay with us as we wrestle with this rather interesting subject. Now, throughout this week, we have actually covered uh, quite an interesting uh, field, one that is rather difficult, um, and this whole idea of um, you know justice, what is right, what is wrong, and you know why you know some of the difficult scenes that are found um, within Scripture, uh, and so I would encourage you to actually go to faithfm.com.au, and under the big Q and A, the draft time program. You will find this week's uh, uh, presentations and you'll be able to follow. And only that tomorrow we have our last uh, presentation under this theme. Should you have a question, should you want to uh, have a prayer, uh, the number that you can actually uh, use to contact us is 04888-8811. That is the number you need to have. So let me just introduce uh, Pastor Hugh, um, and uh, for those who are guests tuning in for the first time, uh, would you mind giving us a little bit of uh, uh, an introductory, an, an introductory information about yourself, uh, so those who are tuning in for the first time may get to know you a bit more. I know, obviously, there might be a lot of regulars, but you never know. <laughs> oh. All right. Yeah. Well, you never know. That's very true, Fabiano. It, uh, I guess for those who are tuning in and listening in, you'll know Fabiano's voice quite well, and uh, <laughs> he's become very familiar to many of you uh, over the airwaves over quite a period of time now. But uh, um, by way of introduction of myself, uh, I'm simply another pastoral colleague of uh, Fabiano. Uh, we uh, we minister together here in South Australia in Adelaide, uh, and it is a real pleasure to work together on the radio, sharing on these really vital and important topics uh, that make a difference in our lives, and hope. Hopefully, uh, as we adopt uh, God's wisdom and his input and his thinking and uh, mm. his spirit, it begins to have a real blessing in the lives of others around us. Uh, I have the joy of uh, ministering uh, personally uh, in Trinity Gardens, Seventh-day Adventist Church there in Port Rush Road in Trinity Gardens, and also out of a church plant, uh, a baby church, you could say, oh, right. uh, over in Mawson Lakes. And yes. that's uh, based out of the Denison Center, uh, the community hub there. Uh, and uh, in both cases, we just love to be a part of our communities. And uh, mm. so if you happen to be in the area, if you happen to be over at uh, Trinity Gardens <clears throat> this coming Saturday, I'd love to see you there. Uh, Bring, bring your spoon, uh, your soup spoon in particular, because <laughs> right. uh, we're going to have some lovely soups. Uh, my wife is going to be one of those cooking, along with some of the uh, the other uh, regulars there. And, uh, and of course, uh, uh, if you happen to be in our neighborhood on a Thursday, uh, mm. come along and uh, join us at our community pantry, uh, where we have quite a wide array of uh, produce that's available free of, free of charge. No, Wonderful. no charge at all, just freely uh, for those who uh, uh, feel the need uh, for 
uh, some extra food or, or just simply to find some food yes. uh, in, in these uh, times of high inflation. Wonderful. So uh, uh, just, uh, I guess, uh, like Fabiano was saying, we, we'd love to interact with our audience and would love to uh, uh, to hear from you personally, and uh, whether that's across the airwaves or via text or whether it's uh, in one of our church communities of faith, uh, we'd love to we'd love to meet with you. That's wonderful and uh, good to hear from you there, Pastor Hugh. And um, yeah, and I would encourage those who are in the area, especially hearing that there will be some potluck there. Uh, <laughs> make sure you don't miss this one. You know, uh, it doesn't come. Uh, I guess doesn't come by that often. <laughs> but uh, I'm pretty sure the uh, the Trinity Gardens uh, uh, Church family there uh, would love to have you anytime. Yeah, absolutely. And for that matter, as well, at Mawson Lakes, uh, they have a lunch there every single week. Uh, ah, it's a community lunch and wonderful. a community pantry that happens there also on Saturdays too. Yes. So uh, now we're just uh, just a a part of our communities, and we love to have people come be a part of God's kingdom community with yes. us uh, there in those two places. Okay, so we might also have people listening in from other uh, locations mm-hmm. uh, all around uh, Australia, you know, Sydney, Melbourne, you know, Perth, wherever. Uh, just wondering, the churches obviously that we represent, Seventh-day Adventist Church, um, uh, are they all over Australia? And can people find a Seventh-day Adventist Church in their location? Absolutely, yeah, okay. no, that, that's very true. Yeah, and you you can simply do a Google search Seventh Adventist Church near me, and uh, you're bound to have one pop up, all right? <laughs> uh, because there we, we're all over the place. Uh, right. Wherever you happen to be, you're, you're probably going to find a Seventh Adventist Church in mm. your town or in your city, uh, and uh, in some really out of the way places too, uh, some right. remote places as well. Um, so uh, by all means, uh, come along and join us on a Saturday morning, uh, whether it's at nine thirty or ten o'clock uh, for our uh, Bible small groups, yes. uh, or whether it be at 11 o'clock uh, or thereabouts for our main worship services right. and quite often a, a lovely luscious healthy lunch mm. uh, to follow in, in a number of our churches uh, here in, in Australia and perhaps you might find elsewhere if you're tuning in Around on the, the internet mm. uh, globally. That's right. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's quite interesting, Pastor. I, I just also wanted to uh, you know, said to our listener that, hey, if you've ever eaten a Whitbix, <laughs> a sanitarium Whitbix, or one of the, uh, you know, sanitarium uh, products, then you've come in contact with something that is related to the Seventh Adventist Church. This um, is true. Yeah, because the Seventh Adventist Church has a long history of, uh, um, I guess, uh, sharing uh, uh, messages that are related to health. Mm. Uh, we are big on health, and so we... Uh, uh, do a lot in that area uh, and so that's quite interesting it is so for well over a century now yeah. um, Sanitarium Health and Wellbeing Company has really been a place for just that it's uh, its whole design and vision was to bring health and well-being and wholeness Wonderful. Uh, to our communities right across Australia and uh, to have done that for now well over a century uh, and to see uh, lives bettered as a result of that and, and not just uh, by purchasing them in their in their supermarket <laughs> and, and getting getting uh, making their own investment in their own personal health but right. uh, also by means of breakfast programs and mm. so on that uh, are run uh, and and uh, other charitable purposes that happen across Australia. I know the sanitarium is a real blessing <coughs> in terms right. of being a, 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 a charitable organization mm. um, that is not for profit and that all of their proceeds 
uh, that are left over once you've taken into account uh, research and uh, development and uh, people's wages because if right. they work they need to be paid but you know beyond that uh, everything goes towards the health and well-being and wholeness of our communities and hmm. uh, not just merely through the Seventh Day Adventist Church I might add but through other community organizations as well so Wonderful. Uh, it's all just a part of that that God-given vision that he's given to us as Christians uh, to, to share the goodness and the wholeness of his love uh, with our communities and with each other Cool. Now, let me transition to something uh, that I just wanted to share just before we plunge into today's uh, topic. Uh, There's a magazine by the name Signs of the Times, a a, a magazine that is produced actually by the Adventist Church. Uh, You can actually listen to their podcast. You can subscribe to get uh, the uh, the magazines dropped to your door. I highly recommend these. They cover a number of um, uh, subjects and topics uh, on different themes, such as, you know, Culture, faith, well-being, science, and tech, uh, and uh, and many more. And and don't forget courting and relationships. Yes, you know when I was right. a teenager and uh, I haven't been a Christian very long, I, right. I must say that Signs of the Times taught me how to have loving relationships. All right. Yeah. So go. if you're looking for some really great tips on on how to uh, find and nurture and form relationships uh, okay. or sustain them, hey, look in Signs of the Times. Oh, wonderful. All mm. right. Well, so I just thought I'd share one article that was published uh, August eleventh, twenty twenty two. Uh, by Sons of the Times, and uh, uh, it says here, written by Nathan Brown, I'll just read a couple of lines, and then I'll bring in Pastor Hughes just to comment briefly here. It says, the unlikely true story is that of Desmond Doss, a medic in the United States Army, uh, seven, Army's 77th Infantry Division, deployed to the Pacific in 1945 and engaged in the fierce battle of uh, Okinawa against the Japanese Imperial Forces. Doss was raised in, if I can pronounce this, Lichtenberg, Virginia, as a Seventh-day Adventist Christian and was committed to keeping the Ten Commandments, including commandments to remember the Sabbath and thou shalt not kill. That is found in Exodus uh, chapter 20, verse 1 to 17. Even amid the worst of the fighting at Okinawa's Huxley Ridge, this gentleman wanted to remain faithful and loyal to keeping the, uh, you know, in, in, in matters of keeping the, the Ten Commandments. And it was on this battlefield that he rescued as many as 75 injured soldiers, lowering them safely down a cliff a cliff face, I should say, while under fire himself, all the while praying to be able to rescue one more of his men, some of whom had previously ridiculed him for his faith. Um, Doss' remarkable story was retold in 2016 in Mel Gibson's Huxley Ridge uh, film with the role of Desmond Doss played by Andrew Garfield. Filmed in Australia, it also features a number of recognizable lo- uh, local actors in smaller roles, including uh, Hugo Weaving, Rachel Griffiths, and Sam uh, Worthington. Uh, also listed among the many people in the production team is less well-known filmmaker Terry uh, Benedict. And we could go on and on. And um, uh, this is a quite an, an interesting article, uh, one worth reading. But I just wanted to come back onto uh, uh, this idea of Desmond Doss wanting to keep the Ten Commandments mm. and one uh, uh, no uh, wanting to uh, take life uh, yes. uh, because he was convicted that the Bible says thou shalt not kill. That is one of God's commandments, uh, and uh, he was willing to serve and to save life. 
but not to take life. And because the Bible says, thou shalt not kill. Now, I know we will be exploring this in our discussion, but what do you think about uh, such a character, such as Desmond Doss, uh, when it comes to his conviction and faith? Um, and uh, what, I don't, I believe you probably have heard of the story, but what inspires you about this kind of, uh, um, uh, faith and uh, attitude towards uh, scripture and the commandments. Yeah, I, this is an amazing story. It really is. Because, of course, Desmond Doss uh, was someone who, like you've rightly pointed out, he, he had this uh, deep um, commitment to the command of God to not take life. Right. And uh, uh, as a result of that, uh, he had someone that had a courage uh, far greater than than even some of the greatest, most heroic and chivalrous soldiers of both the First and Second World Wars. And why I say that is because he went into battle without a gun. He mm. went into battle without a weapon. Right. Uh, the only weapon he had was the weapon of love to wow. really reach out to others and to preserve their life and save their lives. Right. Uh, and uh, you know, many of those, and, and certainly not suggesting that uh, there was anything wrong with taking such a stance, many uh-huh. uh, believed on one hand <coughs> that uh, they were involved in very much a just war mm. uh, to try and halt uh, the aggression uh, and the genocidal actions of uh, <coughs> of uh, those who were wanting to to bring uh, a non-democratic um, yeah. way of life across the world, mm. uh, whether it be uh, Nazi Germany of the time or the Imperial Army of the time uh, in the Far East. Yeah. So on one hand, that was true. On the, on the other hand, uh, what was also true, of course, was that there were uh, those who were pacifists and conscientious objectors for that reason who yes. who stayed home. Um, I, I certainly hold no um, animus towards either one of those groups, but <laughs> yes. what I certainly would suggest to us is that uh, – the example of Desmond Doss seems in some regards to be over and above and beyond that of mm. either camp, and, and wow. simply because he was willing to risk his own life, to give his life uh, that others might live, mm. knowing that, that millions were dying on the battlefield. He went out there to preserve and to save lives mm. without a weapon, not for his own sake, and of course was the only, as a result, the only um, uh Recipient of the Medal of Honor, the highest wow. uh, military honor that uh, existed in the United States. Wow. Um, the only one who received that in the entirety of the Second World War, who was a non-combatant. <laughs> That's quite no, interesting. So isn't that interesting, <laughs> saving all of those many lives? What really inspires me, though, I think about his story, is uh-huh. that uh, this was someone who was very active right. in saving not only his own fellow um, Americans, but he was also active in saving Japanese soldiers as well. Wow. Yes, and uh, these were people who were shooting at him, but he went out to save their lives. Unbelievable. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I just found that story to be mm. captivating. And, and, uh, and all because mm. God placed in his heart to preserve, sanctify, and uphold the the, the principle of life. Wow, that's mm. amazing. Mm. Dear friend, more to that when we come out, uh, uh, come back uh, after the break. We'll be actually delving much deeper into the our sixth commandment and our topic for today is thou shalt not kill are there exceptions but before we could get into the depth of the study let us actually open with a word of prayer father in heaven creator of mankind lord we are reminded that we were created in your image and life is precious in your sight there's a lot we need to learn because there's a lot we don't know we plead and ask that your holy spirit will lead us and guide us and help us understand what your word has to say to each one of us today. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, dear listener, I would just like to uh, inform you that um, one of our free giveaway, 
let me not give you the title yet, is actually related, closely related to what you're hearing about today. It's a, it's a, it's a powerful book, one that you must have in your library and one that actually speaks also onto this very subject. If you're interested, please do stick around with us. We want to stay with us before we can give you this free offer. So do stay with us and we'll be right back. However, just note the following num- number are down because you will need it. It is 04888 After the break, we'll share some more and then shortly I will let you know what the free alpha is. Mm. Now, sorry to do this, Fabian. I never That's do okay. this. Um, but before we do go to the break, yes. can I just say we've had a couple of texts that have come on through, some really good text, I might right. say, and I want yes. to thank the person who sent this in. They're both from the same person. Wonderful. Um, the first text says here, thou shalt not kill refers to murder, not all killing. Uh-huh. Okay, so that just you know, paraphr- uh, not paraphrasing, but summarizing the, the text there. Um, and uh, there are other instances in the Old Testament where yes. it would appear that it's more than more involved than just killing. Uh-huh. Uh, and the, the person who sent that text in has a very valid and good point. And uh, right. certainly I'd encourage the person who sent this in to stick with us uh, mm. after the break because we are going to look at the various nuances yes. and uh, the various different uh, uh, aspects of this uh, through our time together in the Word and be true to what God is saying in there. And another text also says uh, Desmond Doss made a choice. Very true. Uh-huh. My father served in the Second World War. My father was not a murderer, as you are suggesting. Now, can I just quickly say, my grandfather served in the Second World War. Yes. Uh, he also was a combatant. Mm. Um, he, at that point in time, uh, carried a Bible in his pocket. He was a Christian. Yes. Um, and, um, yeah, I'm certainly not suggesting, neither I think... No, 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 definitely that, not. <laughs> you know, that uh, uh, that uh, either my grandfather or our, our good texter here, that they're... they're Father is a murderer. We're not suggesting that at all. No, definitely um, not. And uh, I think if you stick with us um, and stick with us in the Word and hear what God has to say, share a bit further on this, I think you'll begin to see that there is more to this topic we're going to explore today. And mm. I think you're really sharing about Desmond Doss just to broaden our perspective a little. Yes, that's mm. right. That's mm. right. And very much appreciative of the fact that um, our listeners are actually interacting with us uh, because we, mm. we, we we love to journey together, learn from one another, pray for one another, and so very much appreciative of this, actually. And and, yeah. and one other thing, too, I think we should probably be hastening to share for today's topic uh-huh. um, because there are a number of inter- intersecting, interactive um, as other topics with this one Yes, uh, when it comes to life and death uh-huh. uh, and the taking of life and death, uh, or taking of life, I should say. But um, I think really if you're a parent and you're listening in today and you've got young children with you, this might be a good opportunity for you to, uh, uh, to just make sure that uh, the little ones are in their own space, maybe away from the radio uh, just for now uh, for today because today's topic could be looking at some things which uh, or, or discussing some matters related to that of murder or of death or of killing that uh, may be uh, uh, inappropriate for certain age groups so those that are quite young and innocent of age so yeah. uh, and that's really a topic or this is a topic perhaps you might like to discuss with your children in your own way at another time that's right and thank you for that so yes please do stay with us I believe that uh, when we study and journey together through what uh, Pastor Hugh is about to share from God's Word, uh, we'll be able to learn something. So thank you so much. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. So here's the song, my friend, which is uh, The Perfect Wisdom by Keith and Kristen Jerry. So please do enjoy this and stay with us.
perfect wisdom of our God, revealed in all the universe. All things created by His hand and held together at His command. He knows the mysteries of the seas, the secrets of the stars are His. He guides the planets on their way and turns the earth through another day. and soothing song as well wisdom we all need wisdom from god beautiful thank you so much for tuning in my friend you are listening to faith fm drive time this is the big q a with pastor hugh and pastor uh, uh, fabiano here in the studio uh, uh covering this wonderful topic and yet very deep subject uh the topic is thou shall not kill are there exceptions? Um, this now is under the greater theme for this week, which is, is the good book 
too violent and the the good book uh, being the bible so let us start uh off from this very uh question thou shalt not kill are the exceptions see what scripture has to say to us and um and 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 then we'll move forward that way um so maybe pastor you you can start us off there uh on this uh interesting question <clears throat> yes well uh, as as we've as has been pointed out to us this is a, a very difficult topic in some regards it's very simple but the closer you look at it the more nuanced it tends to become uh-huh. um and so we we certainly as we we're saying before uh, understand that uh, context is very important right. uh, where this is concerned. And, and different people come to different conclusions. But whichever conclusion we come to, I think we would all agree that life is precious mm. and that life needs to be preserved, yes. life needs to be protected. Um, but then there are different different contexts within which that occurs. Yes. And the Bible is true to and, and realistic about the, uh, the broken world in which we live and the different contexts that we will encounter and face mm. as we endeavor to uphold this principle of the sanctity of life. Yes. Uh, and, uh, and, and so when we consider uh, this, this commandment, the sixth commandment, you know, remember, of course, that uh, in some regards that uh, you could say that this is the Magna Carta of God's law. This yes. is his, the constitution of his grace, his right. Ten Commandments. Yes, it it yes. comes at the start of all of the laws that are outlined in the Torah or the first five books of, of uh, the Bible or of Moses. Um, and both times that the Ten Commandments are outlined, whether it be in Exodus or whether it be in Deuteronomy, uh, in both instances, it's the headline act. It's the oh, right. it's the opening beginnings, yes. uh, and it's the foundation upon which every other law and its application yeah. uh, is then based. Uh, and consistently within both of them, you find that uh, the sixth commandment is "You shall not ratzak." It says uh, in the Hebrew, uh-huh. and it's just two words in actual fact. Uh, the two words are "lotiratzak," right. uh, and and that just simply means uh, "You shall not." And then, how do we uh, translate <laughs> Ratzak? Well, uh, some translations say you shall not kill, yeah. and others say you shall not murder. <clears throat> and this is really coming to the nub of what our friend on the text was saying before, mm. and that is, uh, hang on, isn't this about murder? And uh-huh. when people have raised this with me in the past and said, well, what does this actually mean? And how do we apply this in different settings, whether it's a war zone or whether it's uh, uh, dealing with homicide or whether it's dealing with uh, manslaughter or or whether it's uh, some other similar setting uh, or, or even a abortion. Um, and, and each of these, by the way, are topics in and of themselves. And so we, we are not going to pretend for yeah. a second today that we're going to plumb the depths <laughs> of each of these uh, in today's broadcast. Mm. Um, our focus primarily is upon, well, is the good book too violent? Is God's word too violent? Right. Uh, and and uh, more specifically, you know, you shall not kill or thou shalt not kill as it's often uh, uh, stated. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, is, is, are there any exceptions to this? Right. And, so, and so I guess um, as we consider that, uh, excuse me for a second, I've got a bit of something in my throat. <laughs> That's a bit better now. <laughs> uh, the, it's important for us, I think, just to point out that not everything that the Bible describes, it prescribes. Mm. And when you look at um, uh, what has happened in human history, I love the fact that um, in story form and uh, in historical uh, form, that the, the Bible outlines some true-to-life uh, occurrences and the wow. outcomes and the results of those uh, actions. Okay. Uh, and so uh, where there has been war, where there has been uh, homicidal acts uh, uh-huh. uh, where um, <clears throat> there, there has been um, 
things that have been done that have that have caused the loss of life, the Bible has faithfully recorded those things, and and it's done so for the purposes of of ensuring that um, that God's timeless wisdom is applied in all different forms and settings, Wonderful. and in a way that children even can understand. Now, sometimes there are some parts of the Bible that you would share with a child a bit later on. Um, but uh, then there are other things that we, we still need to share with them as they're growing so that they, they know ahead of time the outcomes, the results of certain kinds of thinking and certain kinds of action that could prove harmful and deleterious to themselves and to others. Wonderful. Okay. So, so that's a bit of background, I think, to talking about, well, you know, is the, is the Bible altogether too violent? Well, wow. it just simply records where violent acts have occurred. Uh, and, uh, and does so for the purpose of helping us to navigate uh, the realities of a violent and a broken world uh, as people of peace, as yes. people of God. Uh-huh. Um, now, coming more to the specific question, All right. so <laughs> thou shalt not kill. Yes, um, is that what it's saying there in uh, in Exodus twenty and in Deuteronomy five in the sixth commandment? Uh-huh. Uh, well. Depends which translation you're reading, I suppose. Yes. Because <clears throat> when you come into the English, uh-huh. uh, it's interesting to find that the King James says, "Thou shalt not kill." The New King James says, "You shall not murder." No matter. That's right. <laughs> uh, and the and some very venerable translations on both sides of this divide translate it differently. Whereas the RSV, NAB, ASV, CEB, they yes. all say, "You know, thou shalt not kill," uh-huh. or "You shall not kill." Um, but others like the NIV, the ESV. Uh, the um, NRSV or the NASB, they all say you shall not murder. That's right. So, so what, what are we to make of this? Because you know, <laughs> right. the, the, the difference is profound. And semantics are very important. Yes. Understanding the, uh, the words mm. is so important. And even the context of the word, obviously. But, but, you're, but what you're raising here is a very important uh, uh, principle that helps us even uh, to uh, understand how we study scripture, mm. even you know beyond this very subject, uh, yeah. because I know that there are you know other topics as well where we have to actually look at the text. And so um, here we we are learning a principle, a wonderful principle that you're sharing mm. here. Mm-hmm. And and um, may I hasten to add there that uh, when people have come to me, um, you know, in a pastoral capacity, have said. Pastor, what am I to make of this text? It says, uh-huh. thou shalt not kill. Uh, does that mean I can't kill a mosquito or an ant? Uh, I say that with all levity yes. uh, and seriousness, because uh-huh. this is a real question that people do raise with me. Definitely. And I'm sure they do that with yourself as well. Oh, yeah, that. definitely. <clears throat> and and uh, my response has typically been, uh-huh. because I know how deep <laughs> this can go, yes. is just simply to say, well, uh, uh, yes, it's about preserving life, mm. but at the same time, uh, there are a couple of main words that are used. Yes. One is harag, which means uh, not to kill or to slay, okay. uh, you, know, you know, to violently do away with someone. Right. And the other word is rasak, which is often referred to as to do so with malice aforethought or you know, to do so with intent right. to, to kill, in other words, murder. Yeah. Uh, and that's the term that's used here in, in the Sixth Commandment. Right. Um, and so this is why we find that many uh, modern translations are saying, you shall not murder. That's right. Um, and yet at the same time, it's not not an out. It's not to say, well, you know, um, I, I'm uh, I'm only guilty of uh, committing a sin with regards to this commandment if I if I murdered someone. And look, I have no murderous intent towards anyone. Uh, <laughs> the fact of the matter is that uh, this is this um, command is its underlying principle is the preservation of life, mm. uh, and uh, what it's really asking of us is to uh, do all that we can to uphold 
and preserve uh, and protect life. Uh, and uh, and yes, uh, it would appear that it's referring to murder. Yes, but actually, even then. There's more to this, right. and so uh, okay. with, with, whether you're one of our texters or, or whether you're you're simply sitting at home or in the car thinking to yourself, well, um, uh, what exactly is this saying? I, I really encourage you to to follow us uh, on this one through mm. the scriptures mm. uh, and and see what uh, is in view here because it's actually four main words right, that are right. used when it comes to to killing or the taking of life. Okay, uh, there's harag that we've mentioned, and there's ratzak that we've mentioned. Then there's mut, and there's also katal. Right. Um, and and mutkatal and harag often refer to the taking of life, uh, or slaying, or killing. <clears throat> okay. But ratzak is is preserved quite often with regards to the taking of life in an intentional way, but not always. Mm. Okay. Even then, not always. Interesting. Um, the the primary difference, in actual fact, <clears throat> is that the first three mm. refer to killing. Regardless of what's in view. In fact, I right. probably should also add another one, which is a shofek dam, which means the shedding of blood. All right. um, but uh, these these refer to um, uh, <clears throat> any kind of death. And okay. so, yes, it could include the mosquito all the way through to the deer, all the way through to the elephant. Yeah. But uh, ratsak is reserved for humans. Right, right. And so this this commandment here is is saying you shall not kill another human being, or mm. you shall not murder another human being. Right, uh, and uh, that's the that's the primary difference okay. between uh, these two. Uh, it's it's not uh, primarily regarding various circumstances of killing. Uh-huh. It's talking about who or what is the object of that death. Right. Now, I right, hope that makes right. sense. So, in other words, um, it's not so much about was it premeditated or not, uh-huh. or was it murder or killing or not. Uh-huh. It is what was the subject of that death. Was it a human being or was it another creature? Now, that's right. not to denigrate or to downplay uh-huh. the significance of other creatures in creation yeah. that God loves and made. Okay. Um, and we're not talking about speciesism here. You know, oh, right. <laughs> suggesting that humans are the only ones who should be protected. <laughs> okay. um, but uh, uh, what we are saying is that uh, what the scripture says is that God cares about all creation. Uh, but this command here is telling us not to kill someone, mm. now another human being. Now, now why is that? Uh-huh. Well, when you come back into Genesis, <clears throat> we find that the first uh, that, that when it comes to to uh, discussion of death, um, in Genesis chapter nine uh-huh. is the first prohibition that's specifically mentioned when it comes to to killing. Right. Now we know that Cain killed Abel, and mm-hmm. he was admonished for that. He was right. he was uh, told uh, uh, he was reprimanded for that, uh, and of course uh, the 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 blood of Abel was uh, was held to account. Uh, he was held to account for the blood of Abel. Right. But in Genesis chapter nine. Uh-huh. Genesis chapter 9. We find here that uh, that there is a, a reference to uh, uh, a, a desire not to have um, death take place, right. uh, not, not to take life mm. in any form. Now, Wonderful. Um, what I'm referring to here is in verse 6. So Genesis 9 verse 6, it says, Whoever sheds human blood, by humans shall their blood be shed. Mm. For in the image of God has God made mankind. But just before that, it also says that um, that you must not eat meat that has lifeblood still in it. Right. Uh, for your your lifeblood, I will surely demand an accounting. 
I will demand an accounting from every animal and from each human being too. I will demand an accounting for the life of another human being. So irrespective of whether it's an animal or a human being, we are to uh, <coughs> honor and respect the principle of life Wonderful. Um, and not okay. just to arbitrarily take life uh-huh. um, unless that there is a, a very important uh, purpose behind it, mm. um, and uh, but really to uphold the importance of life. And, and when it comes to human beings, there's another reason given. Okay. And that is because the person whose life has been taken is made in the image of God, just like you and I. That's right. Uh, and even this is seen in the case of Cain and Abel, <clears throat> where uh, the very first murder took place uh, related to the act of worship. So these were brothers, not just by blood, but brothers mm. in the sense of being made by God, right. being God's children. Uh, and, uh, and so when, when, somebody, when we take someone else's life, uh-huh. we're actually taking the life of someone who's uniquely made in the image of God. Right. Uh, and it's telling us that, that God has given life. He didn't give it to take it away. But if anyone has the right to take back what is his, should be God. it's God alone, mm-hmm. uh, not us. Uh, we have freedom of choice, but we shouldn't exercise that choice to take away something which can never be given back by ourselves. Right. Uh, right. And so, so okay. God gave the breath of life in the beginning, and that breath of life came from his very own mouth into right. the nostrils of man. He has the right to take that back. Uh, and even for God, um, and by the way, these terms are not used with regards to God, you know, in particular, Ratzak. Uh-huh. God or an angel, it's not used of them. Okay, they take interesting. Life. <clears throat> but rather instead, uh, this is an action on the part of God that is, as Isaiah 28 would tell us, is a strange act for him to do. He is right. only seen in, to do this in context in the Old Testament where he is stepping in to protect the innocent or to preserve many more lives uh, by the taking of the lives of those who are trying to take the lives of others, if that makes sense. So, in other words, protecting the innocent from the aggressor. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, so there's, there's a lot involved in this. <laughs> there um, is. And, uh, and so I think it's important for us just to consider uh-huh. Uh, what is really meant here by Ratzah? Clearly, right. it is not just as simple as to say, well, it's murder or it's killing. Um, rather, instead, what it's really talking about here is the upholding of life itself mm. uh, and uh, not to avoid or to shirk our responsibilities to protect and preserve life. Wonderful. Mm. Thank you so much. And and I think from a layman's term, what I get uh, from uh, this uh, study and uh, what you have just shared there, Pastor Hugh, is that really uh, it is uh, the sanctity of life, the protecting, the preserving, the upholding uh, and, and valuing of life. And everything else can be uh, a discussion for another time, but but I think this is really at the core uh, if we want to understand uh, this uh, in, 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 the, in the right way. Um, I know there'll be many questions. Uh, feel free to share your questions. You know, feel free to also, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, send in a prayer request. Let's dialogue. Let's, let's learn. Let's, uh, uh, let's uh, journey together. Uh, and we have to appreciate the, uh, the depth of, um, uh, and, and the complexity of some of these words that are used. And, and sometimes, mm. uh, as Pastor Hugh was sharing, you know, uh, different languages carry different nuances and different, in different contexts. And, you know, and so we, 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 we are at the mercy of the Holy Spirit here, illuminating our minds so we may 
you know better understand what is meant here but i but i'm so thankful that you have given us that that uh, that uh, that short summary there that helps us understand the intent and and what is meant here uh, so we can understand the overarching uh, principle here it is uh, uh, uh upholding uh life and and um and preserving and protecting and so forth Let's come to a short break. And immediately after that, we will, we'll, we'll probe the question, you know, are there exceptions? Uh, if we can and see how we go. No car? No problem. Go to faithfm.com.au and tune into your local station anytime and anywhere. Now, dear friend, you know also that we do have a free giveaway. This free giveaway actually helps us, uh, you know, wrestle with some of these uh, questions, but in a story format. It's a book written on uh, a, a gentleman who also has wrestled with that question. But I'm not telling you yet uh, what, what it is. But uh, do stick around with us after the after the song. I will let you know what uh, this book is and how to get it. But keep this number next to you: oh four triple eight eight zero eight eleven. And uh, immediately after uh, this song. We will be back, and friends, you really want to hear what Pastor Jesus He has to say. Jesus cares for me. It seems too good to be. All my worries and doubts released. Jesus cares. I was all alone without a trace of hope for me. Then you came along and gave my heart a song to sing.
song what a beautiful song you know it reminds me of what the bible says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made and so let us be reminded of that and uh, even jesus said i have loved you with an everlasting love uh, the words of God uh, found in Scripture. Friends, life is precious in God's sight. And this is really at the core of uh, the message that uh, we're trying to share today. This this uh, wonderful book, this free giveaway, but let me read just a summary of the uh, description put, uh, put on the back of the book. It says here, infantryman who once ridiculed and scoffed at Desmond's uh, simple faith and refusal to carry a weapon owed their lives to him. In the midst of a fierce firefight on Okinawa that uh, fought approximately 75 men, um, yeah, that failed rather, approximately 75 men from the 1st uh, Battalion, Private Dos uh, refused to seek cover and carried his stricken uh, comrades to safety one by one. A wonderful story. Desmond Dos, conscientious objector, uh, written by... Um, uh, Francis M. Dos and one that you like to have this is our free giveaway for today friends if you like to have this free giveaway all you have to do is uh, send in the following code word to our, uh, our mobile number and that, and that code word is SA69 the number that you need once again is 04888-8811 once you do that the Faith FM bot will uh, reply and ask for the necessary details and then we'll be able to uh, send that to you. So the code word is SA69. Please uh, don't uh, miss out on this opportunity to get this free giveaway. Here in the studio, you are listening to Pastor Fabiano and Pastor Hugh. This is the Drive Time program, the um, big Q&A. And uh, our theme for this week has been, Is the Good Book, being the Bible, too violent. Uh, but the topic for today is thou shalt not kill are there exceptions. And beautifully uh, put um, in the very first segment of this uh, program is uh, uh, the uh, principle there and uh, the message of scripture in that life is precious in God's uh, sight and that we need to do what we can to preserve it. But we know that you know, since we live in the messy world, there are a lot of other things there that, um, that sadly we have to wrestle with. And sometimes, uh, it is, you know, by studying scripture that we can understand and get principles that can lead us and guide us. And uh, this is really the purpose for this uh, program and presentation. So we may find biblical basis for what we do and how we live our lives. You know, as we're led and guided by the Holy Spirit. So let me come back to Pastor Hugh. Uh, Plus you, what what else can you share uh, on this uh, rather interesting and um, uh, challenging question? Yes, so I I think, Fabiano, it's really important just to, again, underline the fact that you shall not murder as a translation of the Sixth Commandment uh, probably doesn't do the Sixth Commandment entirely the justice it deserves. It is bigger, broader, deeper than just murder. Um, It is, uh, I think, uh, to translate it as you shall not kill, uh-huh. um, even whilst that doesn't give us the full uh, understanding in English that perhaps we would would seek, yeah. um, it nonetheless perhaps encompasses more of what was intended, and that is that uh, all life be preserved and protected as much as possible. Just to give you an idea as to as to why this is the case, uh, with the word ratzak, which is the word that's used there in the Sixth Commandment, there are instances where uh, it is used for uh, accidental or involuntary killing. Uh-huh. Uh, such as manslaughter, um, or where it is used for premeditated 
mm. killing, which is actually murder. Uh-huh. So it's used in both instances. Um, and so it's the context that tells us what's in view here. Uh, but the underlying principle is to avoid uh, taking life uh, to to do all that you can to preserve life in, in the various different uh, forms and ways that uh, and, and situations that one finds themselves in. Another example of this is to be found, for example, in Proverbs. In Proverbs 22 and verse 13, it refers to a lion killing a person. Um, and it uses the term ratak. All right. So, so clearly, motivation for killing, you know, murderous intent, is not in place here. Mm. Um, this this is a lion that is by instinct. Uh, killing a human being. So it's not only humans, but also animals that can kill Ratsak. But of course, the object of that is always a human being. Mm. Yeah, someone made in the image of God. Wow. A reminder that he is the Lord of life and that he has given us life yes. and he desires us to enjoy life to the full. Wow. Uh, and and, and uh, if anyone's going to preserve life and protect life, it's him. In fact, mm. Jesus himself said that I have come not to condemn the world, but to save the world. Yes. And condemn in and of itself means on one hand, destruction, yeah. but it also has a judicial sense uh-huh. you know, to determine uh, you know, uh, whether there is cause for the taking of, of life. Uh, and so Jesus himself says, I didn't come to condemn, I came to save. Now, of course, if a person desires uh, not to accept the offer of, of eternal life and not to accept uh, the offer of uh, rescue from death, um, but instead... Uh, 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 rejects that, then of course they've brought their own blood upon themselves. Mm. And this is a term, a phrase that's used right throughout the Old Testament for that sake, for that matter as well, right. is that, uh, and oft times it's uh, used to refer to those who've taken someone else's life innocently uh-huh. because that person has brought it upon themselves um, by their own actions. Um, and so certainly uh, <clears throat> when we talk about you shall not kill, um, there are exceptions. And the Old Testament refers to some of these. You know, for example, self-defense, Exodus 22, uh-huh. and verses 2 and 3 talks about self-defense. That's an exception right. in some instances. Mm. Um, manslaughter is also uh, an exception mm. uh, that's spoken of in Deuteronomy 19, um, and, and, and so on. Or, or even, for that matter, um, negligence is referred to as well. Oh, so in terms of preserving life, um, right. so if you, are, if you don't put a parapet around your roof, in its construction phase. Um, and we, this is often a, a health and safety regulation yes. uh, today. Yes. Uh, we didn't always do that. Mm. Uh, but the Bible said you should right. way back then, right. uh, back in Deuteronomy. Why? Um, because, you know, if someone falls off the roof, well, they're, in, in a sense, if they fell off your roof because you didn't put up safety barriers, well, it's kind of on you. Yeah. Um, and so we should do all that we can to preserve life and to think about how we can protect the lives of others. Because each human being is a precious uh, being in the sight of God, made by, made by Him. Mm-hmm. And a reminder of God's love to us that, you know, as, as children of His who are made in His image. Now, what would Jesus make of all this? Well, when you come to the New Testament, it's interesting that Jesus talks about, well, uh, in, in the Sermon on the Mount, um, He speaks directly to this, this issue, uh, when, uh, He talks, uh, there on, uh, an eye for an eye and love for enemies. Right. Uh, and so He says, you've heard that it was said, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, but I tell you, do not resist an evil person. Now, this is really radical teaching here. <laughs> he says, <laughs> yes. if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. If anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. Mm. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with them two miles. Give to the one who asks you and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. And then he goes deeper. He says, you've heard that it was said, love your enemy and hate your, uh, love your neighbor rather and hate your enemy. Mm. But I tell you, 
love your enemies, and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good, and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that. So Jesus is saying here, when people come against you, um, don't attack them back, but rather instead treat them, this is the golden rule now, Wonderful. treat them as, as you would want them to treat you. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is applied also with regards to murder wow. and to killing. Because in the same sermon he says, you've heard that it was said to the people long ago, you shall not murder or you shall not kill. Anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with a brother or sister will be subject to judgment. In other words, he's talking here about wow. anger that leads to uh, to a desire to take revenge or yeah. a desire to harm or a desire to even take violent action that leads to death. Right. Uh, anyone who says to a brother or sister, Raka, or you fool, <laughs> undeserving of, of any respect or even life itself, Raka, um, will be in danger of the fire of hell. Mm. Mm. You that fool. Is, that is yeah. very deep. It is, isn't it? So, yeah. so in other words, Jesus is saying that... Um, that um, the intention starts in the heart, mm, and okay. uh, it starts with regards to uh, to our anger, um, and uh, and from there uh, it breeds, it, it it grows, and metastasizes, and becomes something which then can lead on to the destruction of somebody else's life around us. John talks about this as well, and yes. let me just finish with this verse. He says here in First uh, John three, uh, <clears throat> he says that. Uh, uh, let me see if I can just find my verse. Uh, uh, dearie me, it's, uh, it was it was just right in front of me. And uh, oh, here we okay. are. So, First John three verse uh, uh, thirteen. Uh, Do not be surprised, my brothers and sisters, if the world hates you. Oh, rather, let me go back a bit. Okay, this is the message you heard from the beginning. We should love one another. Do not be like Cain. He was the first murderer, right? Mm. Who belonged to the evil one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his own actions were evil and his brothers were righteous. Don't be surprised when the world hates you. We know that we've passed from death to life because we love each other. Mm. Anyone who does not love remains in death. Mm. Anyone who hates, now get this, anyone who hates a brother or sister is a murderer. All right. And you know that no murderer has eternal life residing in him. This is how we know what love is. Uh Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. And so um, there may be some instances where death occurs accidentally. Yes. um, Or we're we're defending the innocent or we're defending the the vulnerable. Yes. Uh, But uh, the ultimate example is is the example of Jesus who laid down his life so that even uh, murderers, uh, as well as uh, even uh, those who would seek to take life, including his own, could be saved. Mm-hmm. Now, 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 that is love. <clears throat> and uh, that's, that's the life that God is calling us to, a life of love yes. that overcomes hatred, uh, a life of life and, and, and that uh, upholds life that overcomes death. Um, so this is the underlying principle, and uh, I think uh, it's really important for us just to perhaps uphold this and to be aware of this when we consider that, that uh, life-giving text of uh, the sixth commandment, you shall not kill. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much. You are precious in God's sight, and so is your neighbor and your friend. May God bless you, and my friend, I hope we have learned something valuable today, something amazing, and that is we are all precious in God's sight and in God's eyes. 
This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. My Jesus, I love Thee, and I know Thou art mine, for Thee all the follies of sin I If it